today's world is as precarious and I'll say shakable as ever. Have you noticed just how insecure people are and it seems like the whole world is imbalanced? This is Life 66. I'm Pastor Greg. In this episode, I want to ask you the question, are you persuadable? Are you persuadable? My wife and I watched a Netflix documentary a couple of nights ago. I highly recommend it. It's a fascinating documentary called The Great Hack. If you've heard about it or if you've seen it, then you'll definitely agree. But The Great Hack, um, it's the story of how uh, companies, and this in this uh, uh, documentary, a specific company called Cambridge Analytica gathered data on every single person. Uh, and that sounds hard to believe, right? But they gathered information uh, by the credit card swipes that you um, do when you purchase something, by what you like on social media, by those little quizzes that come on social media, and you take uh, little personality tests. They use that information. Pretty much any uh, information that um, involved electronics, they would gather this information. And they began to use it to target you, to target you and target me uh, with advertisements to purchase things, but even in, in a greater measure to influence you to do what they want you to do. In 2016, during the presidential election, uh, I believe it was uh, Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz uh, used Cambridge Analytica to, um, to benefit them in their electoral uh, campaigns. And it worked for them as people uh, began to be flooded with, with advertisements and for them and advertisements against their opponents. When Donald Trump won the presidential nomination for the Republican Party, uh, his campaign hired Cambridge Analytica. Which they're, they're out of Great Britain, by the way. Um, soon since then, they've gone out of business because of a scandal. Uh, but President Trump's campaign used the information uh, and in great measure, um, it influenced his victory over Hillary Clinton. Now, it wasn't as if they're using faulty information, but the fact that they used information, period, information that you did not give them permission to have, uh, information that um, you didn't know that you were giving to them. And so your uh, Facebook accounts, your um, uh, Instagram accounts, any time or your, what you watch on YouTube, that you would get ad, uh, ads that then would target um, what they wanted you to believe. This uh, uh, company was also used in the Brexit movement when United uh, when England pulled out of the United Kingdom. Um, so what's what was happening here is they were using your information to influence you, or in their words, to persuade you into doing what they wanted you to do, into believing what they wanted you to believe. And there were a group of people that they felt uh, could not be persuaded based on the data that they had, but there are other groups of people uh, or a, another group of people that they called the persuadables, the persuadables, those people that they felt they could influence, those people, the middle grounders that they felt they could sway one way or the other. And begin to think about that whole thought, especially in regard to experiences that I've had. Uh, you've probably had this happen to you, where um, you shop for something, and then the next day, um, you find that you have ads for that very item popping up in your social media. Uh, I've had that happen. I'll go on Amazon and I'll start to browse 
maybe a certain item, maybe some exercise equipment or something. And then suddenly in my Facebook account, I've got ads for exercise equipment. So it's even kind of creepier when, uh, when it comes over your phone that, that, that there are actually uh, listeners and it sounds so, you know, apocalyptic or like some sci-fi movie, but it's actually true. This happened to me a couple of weeks ago. My father is uh, uh, an elderly person and he has a nurse that comes in and he had a brand new nurse. I'd never met her before, have no, um, you know, uh, people that know us both, uh, a brand new person in my life. And my phone was in my pocket and uh, we had a conversation and, you know, spent maybe 45 minutes talking about my, my dad and how we we're going to care for him. And um, the next, uh, about two days later, uh, I'm browsing my Facebook account and where it has that section where it says friends suggested for you. One of those friends was this nurse that popped up on my Facebook account. Now, how did they know to suggest her as a friend of mine when I'd never met her in my life? I have no, uh, she's not in my network at all, but because I said her name in our conversation was something and my phone was on, but in my pocket, there she is. Um, this is true. This is out there that there are data collecting agencies. There are listeners um, that are taking down information to persuade you, to get you to think what they want you to think. And I can't, uh, I can't pass up the thought of all the uh, situation situations happening with the COVID nineteen uh, scenario. That that there's been some degree of persuading. Now I don't have any proof. I don't know anything. I'm not even. I'm a little hesitant to even say that. But there just seems such a strange happening around the world as. Um, numbers don't seem to be as as high as they should be for a complete global shutdown. And there's so much mystery surrounding um, how uh, COVID-19 happened, um, you know, some of the past things that occurred, what's happening in our, in our laboratory. It's just so strange. Very, very, very strange. And I can't help but wondering if there's some persuading that's going on or if we're being set up for, for some persuading. Well, I'm getting a little, you know, outside with that, but here's, here's the point. My, my wife and I talked about this. We asked ourselves, are we persuadable? Could we be persuaded by some of this stuff? Now, we all are persuadable to a degree that uh, an ad will come up. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll buy that. But when it comes down to who you really are and what you really, really believe, what you stake your life on, are you persuadable? And I came, came to the conclusion that, you know, my life is based on God's word. That's what this podcast is about. Life 66, the 66 books of the Bible that I base my life on that. And I've recognized over almost 45 years of serving God that there are principles in God's word that lead my life. And if there's something that is contrary to God's word, I dismiss it because it's not going to be helpful or fruitful to me. I cannot be persuaded to deny God's word. I cannot be persuaded to behave in a way that would be contrary to God's word. And you know, we need to we need to embrace this. We need to know what to be persuaded by. And today I want to challenge us to be persuaded alone by the word of God. Jesus taught this in Matthew 7, uh, starting at verse 24, just after the Sermon on the Mount. He just finished preaching the Sermon on the Mount, this awesome um, teaching that was just really groundbreaking. And at the very end, he says this, Therefore, if anyone hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, the Sermon on the Mount, his teaching, if you hear these words and you put them into practice, 
You are like a man, a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. That ver- those verses are talking about being persuadable. That if you hear the word of God and you put it into practice, you are immovable. You are unshakable. You are not persuadable in the sense of being persuaded away from God's word. If you don't base your life on God's word, his life 66, that you're like the person who built his house on sand. And when the storms come and they will come, when the rains fall and hard times come and they will come, that your life is very shaky. It's precarious and you'll shift with every whim. Today, something will come out and you go, oh, I believe that. And then tomorrow, something else will come out. Oh, I believe that. And you're just all over the place, swaying to the left, swaying to the right, not really having any stability in your life because you don't have a foundation that's rock. You are truly persuadable. In the book of Hebrews chapter 12, there's another passage. It's a little lengthy, but I I think I want to read it so that you can get the full impact of what this passage is saying. And it's talking about people coming to God. And it reads this way in Hebrews 12, 22. You have come to Mount Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all men, to the spirits of righteous men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. This is God. Don't refuse God when he speaks. You've come to him. Now, don't refuse him. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. It's a powerful passage. Are you shakable? Can you be shaken? If you're persuadable, you can be shaken. If you're one who can be persuaded to live in a way that's contrary to God's word, to live in a way that is, is not according to the eternal creator's way of life, you're shakable. You can be persuaded to believe all kinds of things. You can be persuaded to act in, in so many different ways. You can be persuaded to, to deny things that maybe a year ago you believed as fact. You're persuadable. But when your life is built on the solid rock, you've heard God's words and you've put them into practice, and your life is built on solid truth, then when things are shaking, and they will shake, you won't. When we talk about shakeableness, our world is pretty shaky right now, isn't it? It's very shaky. My goodness, with, the, with all the chaos that's going on, and not just in our country around the, 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 the racial issues and the riots and the, 
protesting and, and, and all of the demands that are being made to change our nation. And some of them do need to be changed um, for the better. But even on a global scale, there is so much that's not just solid. We don't know what's going to happen next. And you know, the Bible says that there will be a day. Read the Revelation, especially read in chapter uh, 19, 20, 21, 22. There's a time when God is going to return. It's truth. He's going to return and all that can be shaken will be shaken and it will collapse. All the institutions, all the nations, kings and kingdoms, doesn't matter how strong, doesn't matter how rich. What matters is, are you built? Is your life built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ and his word, his life 66? Are you built solid so that you cannot be shaken, that you cannot be persuaded to reject him. The Bible says in Matthew 24 and in Revelation 13 and 14 that they'll even be false Christs, those that will come even doing miracles, even doing amazing signs and wonders, things that were thought impossible, that these will be performed under demonic influence. And some people are going to be persuaded. They're going to be uh, believers of things that are antichrist. We have got to be people who cannot be persuaded away from God's word, that we will not be shaken because a day will come when this whole world, when all of creation will be shaken and only that which is solid built on the rock will remain. I know my life is going to remain and I hope yours is too. My prayer for each and every one of you is that you would put your faith and trust in our Lord Jesus Christ, that you would build your life on the solid rock on God's life 66, and that you would make sure that you are a student of God's word. So you will know the truth And the truth will set you free. The truth will make your life solid. The truth will make your life unshakable. The truth will make your life such that you cannot be persuaded away from his truth. Are you a persuadable today? Are you one of those that could easily be shaken? I hope and pray that this few minutes together that you've been convinced that you need to dig in further. You need to dig in closer and really be a student of God's word so that you'll know what to build your life on and not be shaken. I hope this has helped you. Make sure you tune in to the roadmap following and we'll memorize another verse on how to not be shaken. So uh, just God bless you today. And uh, let's be people who are unshakable. That when it comes to God's word, we are rock solid and we are not persuadable. Take care until next time. This is Pastor Greg and I'm out.